we are Baruch Hashem starting the next Mimer. So this is Mimer number four in our series of the Hemshech. Okay, so the, the Mimerim are connected to each other, no? That's the whole idea of a Hemshech. Really? Right. That's the concept. Uh, right. Because he flows so, very well in from like Shabbos being Machshava, the world. The, yeah, the so world that's the whole idea. Right? That's the whole idea. So this Hemshech goes for another few Mimerim after this. So, <coughs> excuse me. So you have to remember where we left off. And as I told you before, that when you're learning a Hemshech, the main, uh, the main idea is to take a look at the, you know, in the, in the first paragraph or so, um, to, take a look at, to take a look at the, when it says, in order to understand this, right, of what we discussed before, right, and to understand that whole story. Um, and he makes a small sikum, uh, basically of the Mimer that we were talking about before, and then he plunges forward. That's how it works. So we'll start from, in the first paragraph it says, right, about four lines down, right? So we have to first preface this by what we described before. Right, we talked about, we talked about the idea of a pagam in the positive commandments, which causes a siluk of the or, right? And then what we said also was that through a pagam in the mitzvahs, right, it causes the or to nimshach to a place that it isn't, uh, right, go. You have the, uh, you want to help? They can help you find it. Where, where, is that the old version or is it the new version? The old version. Okay, so page Lamed. Yeah. What is Rawi? What? Rawi. Rawi, fitting. Okay, so let's yeah. go. There you go. Alright, so let's go again. So he says like this. So we explained in the last Mimer that through a Pagam and Mitzvah's Asay, through not doing the Mitzvah's Asay, what happens? Garmim Siluka Or. Causes there to be a Siluk of the Or. By De Pagam Mitzvah's Lois Asay, Garmim Sha Or Nim Shach Lamakam Sha'ino Roi. Right, because we said it's like putting a putting a puncture wound into the keli, and by putting a puncture wound into the keli, what's going to happen? The light is going to spill out. That's basically the idea. Yeah, and then we said Okay, so we have two things, two elements that we talked about in the last mimer. Do me a favor, Adam. Shut the door for him. So we talked about two two explicit points. These ideas of the silica ore, right? So therefore, the klipa is able to get the ore either number one through the makif ha'elyon, right? Or number two, because of the ribu itzimsumim, right? It's able to get from dafka from malchus, right? Do we know what, like, why exactly it's able to get it from makif? Yeah, because we say kachashicha ka'ora. And since it's not being drawn down in a magnetic way into the system, so therefore it's just hanging out up there. Right. Kachashicha ka'ora means like like light, like dark. So it means that they're mamish equal. Right? That's the whole idea. So as long as a person's doing Torah mitzvahs, so the magnet of Panemius and Makif is drawing down, right, the entire Makif into the system, so then it's impossible for them to get it from there. But if the person's not doing that's allowing the, the, the light to just hang out up there, 
in a state of hell. Right? That was our issue. How can a level of darkness like light be drawn into Kevin? Because because we said that chitzonius, but panemius is is that yeah yeah right. How could the chitzonius level also be drawn in the kingdom at the end of the day if that level is always kechashicha kaida? Because when you're in bed in the morning, your chitzonius does not want to get up and go to chasidus, but your panemius wants to get up and go to chasidus. So when the panemius kicks in, so then the chitzonius doesn't have a chance. You go get up and go to chasidus. However, we have to understand. Oh, what a gavaldik and mashal, huh? We said before the yinikasan whom bechinas ribuetim tumim dafka, right? That the yinika to the chitzonim is dafka coming from the multiplicity of the tumim. Bechinas chitzonius hakelim demalchus. Okay, so that's that level. What's he saying here? What's he adding? As long as there's a mitzvah, then it can't have a yunika from the malchus of the Why? Because, because the ore is too powerful for it. Good. Because the ore is too powerful for the klipa to get from it. So when it's normal, the way it's supposed to be, so then there's an, a normal flow of energy, right? Like our example of high tide, low tide, right? There's a normal flow of energy that's going down there. And as long as that's the case, then there's nothing to talk about. So now the Rebbe begins the Mimer with the question. What's he saying here? What's the question? I don't understand the question. No, who's going to help me? What's the question? What's the question? What's the question? At this level of Malchus, is Bichlal not able to hold that Gilui? No, for sure Malchus is able to hold anything, right? Malchus is not a problem. We're talking about the Klippa. The Klippa, right? We're saying the Klippa is able to, right, to be Makab. Right, so what, what is he saying here? What's his issue? Wow. How does Panemius how does Panemius or get drawn to the Klippa? Okay, what's what's the issue? What is he saying? Because Klippa is the antithesis of Gilui. Klippa is the antithesis of Gilui. Why is that relevant? Because he's saying that how could something that its whole like Indian is Davka Halama or how yeah. could it be taken from Gilui or? Is that what he's saying? No, I don't know. I'm not sure. Adam? No, yep. You're back in the game? No How is it possible for the Klippa to receive the Panemis of Horror when it's not able to receive the revealed light? Mm. Then you're saying the whole Indian of Klippa is that it's Mastir light. And so, how do you have a level that's even higher than, than that contained within something that's way below that? Mm. New Uriel? You with us today? You ready to be in the game, or are you uh, still on the sidelines? Uh, Your choice. Okay, so I think what, it's what close to what Adam, what Adam is saying. Could be right that before we just said. That but you have to give Uriel a chance. Oh, it's a, it's a tough class over no, here. If you don't, if you don't use your elbows, Uriel, <laughs> they just like run you over. Some of these class. guys. Yeah, you gotta. You have to be ready to like uh, defend yourself. Yeah, what do you say? You want to say something? 
already. Okay. Already yeah. That, that we just said, mitzvahs asay floods the system, and when it when it floods right. the system, when the light floods the system, it's too powerful for the klipa to get. Right. So if that's the case, that the klipa can't get from that gilu or, then how are you going to tell me that after a mitzvah's loisase when it punctures it, that the pnimius or is, wait, wait, wait. is is he talking about mitzvah's loisase here? Is that what he's talking about? get from the level of What are we talking about? No, it, Josh, 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 what is going on? What is he talking about, though? He's talking about mitzvahs loisase or mitzvahs loisase? He has to be talking about both. It says, Rebuy Tzimtzumim, what's that? Yeah, but then it says, Echev Sharshim Shachman Bechinis Ha'or Pnimi, and we mentioned that the Or Pnimi is drawn out through the mitzvahs loisase, that they only get from that with the mitzvahs loisase. Right? Isn't that what we said, Davka, in the last mimer? I, I don't know. I don't think no, so. But the unika, the unika is, is the unika, and then there's this it, it passively receiving. I think he's talking about it actively receiving. Here he's actively receiving because of ribuit simsumim, because of ribuit right? Because of ribuit simsumim, what's happening is the klipa is able to mikabel. Klipa is able to mikabel. So what is it being macabre, though? We didn't talk about it. Somewhere. Think about it for a second. What's it being macabre? Are we talking about makif here? This, this, part, this, this is no. the part in, in Malchus. No. So what is it being? What is it being macabre? It's being macabre. Just this chitzonius. Uh, Why chitzonius? Why are you saying chitzonius? The of the light that went up. Because we know the light went up, Bichlam. No, but we're saying it's receiving something. What is it receiving? If it's going into Malchus, because there's Ribuit Simsumim. It must be receiving. the Mekor of the Or is the Pneumius of Makif. Right. So? So contained within the Or is the Pneumius of Makif. Right, but also the regular light itself is panemistic or that's going in to the system. If we're saying that there's a ribuit simsumim, so now it's able to get its claws into into the kalim or wherever it's getting its claws into malchus in order to receive this small little bit amount of light. So lecha what light is we talking about that it's receiving from? I don't know because the light went up. It didn't all go up. It didn't uh, all go up. What is, if it all that. went up, if it all went up, then what is it receiving? Air? That's the, that, yeah, exactly. Nothing? That's my question. No, so we said that. That's clearly not the case. That there's, there is ore that's there. It's just that it's limited. It's ribuit simsumim. That's the idea. Do the kalim have a sense of light in them? Do the kalim what? Have any sense of light in them? Do the kalim have what? A sense of light. What does it mean, a sense of light? Uh, what does that word mean? Is there such thing as light within the, the body of the cave? Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's something different. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about here is that what we said is that when a person doesn't do the mitzvah's ase, causes the pneumistic light not to come in, right? That's what we're talking about, right? Because there's so many, right? There's so many tzimtzumim, and therefore, klipa is able to receive this additional light. The question comes out, what light is it exactly receiving? L'cha'ayra, it's receiving panemistic light. Right? Because that's what we're talking about. It's either, number one, getting from Malchus, or it's getting from the Makiva Elyon. If we're talking about the Makiva Elyon, which light are we talking about? The Makiva Elyon, right? Chitzoni Samakiv. That's what we're talking about. If we're talking about, <coughs> excuse me, receiving light from Malchus, so what light are we talking about? We're not talking about Makiv anymore. So what light are we yes talking about? Must be pneumistic light. So now the question comes out. Because it's light related to the Kalim, you're saying. It's light that went through the system, right? 
There is light that's going through the system, right? What light is that? That's pneumistic light. It's not the makif light anymore. And that's not what we're talking about anymore. We're talking about light that's going through the system. That's pneumistic light. So the question now comes out, how is it possible that the klipa should be able to receive from this pneumistic light? That's oh, the question. The cloud, yeah. And then you want to add your part. That's not a bad idea. What you're saying, right? That wait a minute, isn't 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 klipa the whole ultimate opposite of panemius? It's the opposite of gilui. That's what he says. or because it would cause seemingly the whole thing to explode and become gilui or gilui Hashem, right? Not not klipa, the opposite of what it is. <coughs> Right, because klipa, the indication is that what that what's the light? It's it's somehow it's somehow performing acts that are completely against Hashem. So how could you have pneumistical org flooding the system and it's going against Hashem? Doesn't make any sense. Is this like when we when we like let's say actually, we're eating? Let's say we're eating, we don't have kavana that it's uh, you know if our Torah mitzvahs. So we're still eating kosher food, but it's well, not. Not in the way of oh, it's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting model. <laughs> maybe, maybe to a certain extent. Certain extent. Okay, let's go right. Acha inyan who? What's an acha inyan who mean? Answer. Answer. Okay, so now we're going to answer this. We're going to discuss this. Dehine yadua. Behold, it's known. Shekol hamshachas gilu yalokus. Shenim shach b'ha elamos. Okay, so he's going way back now. We're going through a whole discussion now. Here we go, right? Because you could ask the question even further. What's the question even further? The question even further is, we know that everything in existence has or in it, right? What or? The Evishra's or, right? If it exists... It only exists one way. It came from Hashem. That's the only way possible. So if it's existing dafka from Hashem, so how is it shayich that something could be getting its whole energy from Hashem and go against Hashem? That's the question. You got the question? In other words, if someone's giving you a million dollars as a present, you're not going to turn around and say and spit in the guy's face, right, when he's giving it to you. It doesn't make any sense. How could that be? You can't... How could it be chlal? In other words, this is a broader question. The broader question is, how is it possible for something to exist because Hashem is, is creating it and then go completely against Hashem? You know, like I used to give an example that... Um, which this muscle makes absolutely no sense, really. But I'll tell you it anyway. But let's say a person was on a, like a respirator or something like that, right? Uh, like, he realizes that his whole life, I mean, if he was conscious, right? Which I think is opposite. You can't be conscious and be on a respirator. But whatever, let's just imagine. Because in our world of imagination, we could do whatever we want, right? So we could say that, <laughs> right? We could say that this person is on a respirator and he's awake. And he realizes that his whole life is being is being uh, kept going by this machine. He's going to make sure that no one is playing soccer around the plug, right? He's going to make sure that the, that every you know the plug is plugged in, right? That all the cords are not are not kinked. That everything is the way it's supposed to be, 
That's the way, you know, right? That, 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 that's what he's going to be doing, right? That's, he's going to be totally, uh, totally, totally careful of everything. Why? Because he realizes that his whole Metsias is coming from this machine, right? That's really the, the muscle for Torah Mitzvahs. That's really the muscle of what we're supposed to be experiencing. Like when we do a meditation on, on, uh, on Hashem creating the world, creating me, right? L'cha'ayra, that is the muscle. Right, that's kihu chayecha. Right, that's our that's our that's our meditation of kihu chayecha. Why do I love Hashem? Because He is my life. He's my life. That's it. So this is the, this is my life. So I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm, what I'm person is not going to daven shacharis. Like, like what, what are you crazy? So you take that question and make it even broader and say you could really ask the same question bichlal with regards to klipa. Klipa is being created by the abister every single second. Every single second is being brought into existence. How is it possible that it could turn around and go against Hashem? What's happening? How are you? Are you supposed to be my class or Rabbi Wagner's class? I, I don't know. Have you learned Hasidus before? Yeah. Like a lot? Like, you know, last... Okay, so good. Okay, so for the time being, come sit down. Sit down next to Adam and you can share a book and then you can uh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the light of a Hasidus. <laughs> Why not? Lama <laughs> Okay, so. Uh, I think it's, it's getting political here. Why political? <laughs> Is he supposed to be in Rabbi Wagner's class? Do you have an idea? <laughs> they say you're supposed to be in Rabbi Wagner's class, it seems like. Why? This is a very high level class, you know. We're, we're very high level people. Yeah. You see us floating above the ground? Um, Look, his foot is. You see, my foot is up the ground. You see, it bounces back and forth. Yeah. But don't tell anyone. Okay, you have to be able to do that. To be able to, no. Okay, anyway, just it for the time being. So anyway, so then he said, so, so, so we, have, we have a deeper question here. We have a deeper question here. Mitzad the Inyan of, Mitzad the Inyan of how is it possible a klipa could possibly really exist? Right. right? If it's openly, right, we know that it's being created by the Abishter every single second. Right? Right? And it's getting its highest from Hashem. And yet, it's going against Hashem. So, the, like the math doesn't work, doesn't make sense. I mean, it just doesn't work. The mathematics is, is totally off in this situation. So that's what he says. So we have to go back to the beginning of the whole thing, right? So everything comes from the original kav. When he says kav here. He's referring to after there was a tzimtzum, right? Remember, we learned about the tzimtzum many times already, so we're not going to do it again. But after there was a tzimtzum, right? So there was a siluk of the or, the or went away. So you remain, so to speak, in a space that didn't have a gilu lokus, right? There was a kaviachal, nothing there, right? And so into this place became a bolt of light, a ray of light called the kav. And the kav became the channel, the pipeline, for all of creation. Right? The whole creation now comes from the Kav. That's the way it works, right? It's coming down through the Kav. So now, so now we have an idea. So if all of creation is coming through the Kav, right? It's called also the Kav Hamida. Why is it called the Kav Hamida? Because Mida means to measure. And <coughs> what it's talking about is the idea of each element in all of the creation has a particular measurement. 
that was going to be set out for it. A measurement of how much ore, how much everything it has. Okay? That it measures out the amount of ore and the amount of kalim of Kedusha. And this measurement is not only in a general way, but it's also Pnimius and Chitonius. The Chitonius, the Chitonius. Excuse me. The Hakol Kasher, the Kol Nimdad, Alpi Maimer Kava Mida, Kulo. Every single thing in all of the whole Sedri Shtalshulus is measured out by this original Kav that set the whole thing into, so to speak, into being, into rolling. That's where it's all coming from. So the point is as follows: Okay, so he takes a step back even further. So he says like this: that before the tzimtzum, the orain sof was filling the entire place of the chalal. Chalal means the empty cavity, right? Or later became the empty cavity, right? If you have, I once heard a, a muscle for this from Yossi Jacobson. <laughs> 25, 20 years, five years ago, probably. He said that, <laughs> very funny, Marshall. He said, like, if you imagine, right, that you, right, are sitting down, you have a place to sit down because you have a chair. You have a chair. chair. But let's say that you covered the entire expanse of this room, right? So there would be nowhere for a, another person to sit because you covered the entire expanse of the room. So let's say that you covered instead of the expanse of just this room, but all the rooms, or the whole planet. So if you are sitting everywhere, so then there's nowhere for anyone else to sit. So I thought that was a cute muscle. But the, the point being that, that if you have or ain't soap everywhere, right, then you can't possibly put anything into that area because it's going to be overrun by the or ain't soap. Right? Take a look at, like, for example, the concept of the muscle of the ocean. Right? If you have the vast ocean. Now, let's say you want to just make, like, one part of the ocean that you're going to put, like, you know, like, make a dry air or something. It doesn't work. The ocean is vast. The ocean is complete. You can't put something in the middle of the ocean. Like, this is where we're going to put it. Like, uh, like just an air, you know, whatever. No. You have to remove some of the water, Right? by making an island or something like that, then you could start to build on it. But you can't just put it in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the vast ocean. You can't do that. The orient self is everywhere. If the orient self is everywhere, how could you possibly, how could you possibly put anything into that place? Impossible. It would just become overwhelmed by the orient self. And that's what he says here, right? So he says, what? Before the simsum, the whole place of the halal, the empty cavity, was totally filled. And it was in the idea, it was in a way, a bleak wool, infinite light. It's called the kav and the chut. Why is it two names? Okay, there's a whole discussion. We're not going to get into that right now. Right? So into this place became the kav, into the simsum became the kav and the chut. Okay, so what was special about this cup? So what did you have? You had this sea look of the ore, right? So you had the total filled space of bilti balgvul ore, right? Bleakvul ore, totally infinite light, which you can't do anything with. 
right? Then you had a vacuum, so to speak, or a magnet. It's really a better, better, better um, muscle for this is a magnet. A magnet came and basically attracted that bleakful light up to itself, into the magnet. So now you were left with a place that is missing, so to speak, the bleakful light into this place called the halal, right, the empty cavity. Now you want to create something, but you can't create something from emptiness. You have to put something positive back into it, right, in order to make it happen, right? This is like Yassi um, Paltiel's example that he always brings for the idea of the tzimtzum, like the bacher that grew up in 770. Right, and he's by the Rebbe and by the Mashpiyim all the time, and he's told over and over and over, "You're an ayin, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing." So he's totally, he's nothing. He's not. Then all of a sudden, the Rebbe tells him, "Okay, go to Shlichus in wherever Timbuktu." Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Okay, into Zimbabwe. So he goes to Zimbabwe, right? His wife. They're drinking coffee by the breakfast table, and they have nothing to do. They, they don't, because his whole life, he's in nothing, he's in nothing, he's in nothing, he's in nothing. <clears throat> so uh, what is, what's happening here? There's nothing. He's not going to do anything, because he's in nothing. Then Rabbi Chadakov, right, the Rabbi's secretary, calls him up and says, uh, okay, go and make a, uh, a Hanukkah menorah lighting. Oh, so he gets infused with this new light, right? And now he's ready to go out and do something. So it's a similar idea. Like the difference is that he's moving away from 770 as opposed to 770 moving away from him. Okay, the same, but the same concept. It's the same thing here. You have infinite light. You can't make anything in infinite light. So Hashem, so to speak, removes the infinite light. Now you're left with an empty space. Now you're left with an empty space, but this empty space is not going to do anything for us. So what do you need? You need new energy to be flooded, to go back into it, right, into this area. But it's a channeled energy now. It's a very specific channeled energy that is telling, right, the creation, this is how I want you to be created. Like this. Not like that. Like this. Right? Which is the opposite of the bleakful light. Bleakful light implies anything. It's, it's everything. It's everything and nothing at the same time. Right? Here you have a gvul. It's going to look red and not blue. Blue and not red. Green and not purple. Whatever it is. Right? That's the idea. That's the concept of the kav. This is a limited light according to the Eilamos. And this is the makor of all the or. So this winds up being the makor of everything. Remember, after the tzimtzum, right, you have to have a, in the creation something to make the creation with. Right? You have to have the material, so to speak, for the creation. So what is that material of the creation? That material of the creation is what is known as or and keli. Or is the concept of an unlimited entity. And keli is the idea of a limited entity. And this or and keli then proceed to play off of each other for the rest of whole, the whole existence. And in certain areas, <clears throat> the or is stronger. Right? And therefore it brings to the table its inherent its inherent uh, midos, its inherent uh, style, right? Which is more a concept of bleak wool, right? Like, right? Or to be above Atsilas. 
And then you have the keli, which is bringing into the table that concept of limit. of It's dafka, like if you can imagine the muscle of water into a keli, right? Water could flow anywhere. It could go here, it could go there, it can go in this shape, that shape, whatever, whatever you put it into. Then there's the keli itself, which is forcing the shape to be a certain way. It should be shaped like a cow. The water, the, I have a cup that's shaped like a cow, or shaped like a soccer ball, or shaped like a bottle, or shaped like a... <coughs> <coughs> so that's already the concept of limit. Limit in a very specific, practical way. That's what it is. And that's why we say here, right, that the, the whole thing... Right, is or mugbal lefi ericha elamos. So it's a makor for both. Okay, now we have a question. The imios, right? Imios is a question. So it seemed all simple and fine until now. <coughs> but now we're going to ask a kasha. What's the kasha? The imios the sherish akelim heimin arishima, v'atzim some atzmok yedua shezehu bechinas koyach agul shebeinza makor bechinas akelim. What's the question? Akelim can't be coming from the kav if the original tzimtzum is the whole idea of of the creation of kelim. Okay, why is the what is he saying here with the Rishima? What's the Rishima, first of all? No, no, you have to know in your head, not in your, not written down in your notebook. <coughs> yeah, what does it mean, though? left over after the Tzimtzum. Who told you that? Beautiful uh, answer. I just, it came to me. <coughs> so the concept is like this. Before the Tzimtzum, and we're going to end with this, I know I've been speaking for a long time. The, you had the Bligvul, right, light before the Tzimtzum. <clears throat> In the Bligvul light, you have two powers. You have the power of Bilti Balgvul, which is unlimited, total unlimited. And you had the Kayach of also Gvul. Right, the kayach agvul, right, the power of potential limitation. They're all coming together. They're all flowing, so to speak, in the same place. So, which was, so to speak, overriding the other? <clears throat> so the the or of the built balgvul, the unlimited light, was overwhelming the concept of the gvul. I'll give you an example of this. The example that I like to give is one of the ocean. The ocean, when you look at the ocean, you look at water. But really, inside the water is salt. Right? But you don't see the salt. You just see the water. But let's say that you make a uh, little uh, like hole in the sand, right on the beach, and some of the water from the ocean gets caught in this hole. Now it goes out, it's low tide, and you have this water there. And the sun is baking down on it, right? And, uh, you know, and the, by the Mediterranean, for example, right? Very, very hot sun. And what happens? The water winds up evaporating. When the water evaporates, what are you left with? A little salt. Now you have salt. 
now the salt becomes revealed. Up until that point in time, the salt was as much there before. In other words, the sun did not create the salt. But the sun caused there to be an evaporation of the water, which allowed there to be a gilui of the salt. That's what ended up happening, right? That is what's happening with the tzimtzum. <clears throat> with the tzimtzum, you have before, you have the water and the salt, so to speak. You have the the power of bleakvul and the power of gvul all together. But the bleakvul power is totally overwhelming the gvul power. Not that the gvul power is not there. It is there. Just like the salt is 100% there in the ocean. It's just that you don't see it. Right? It's not seen. That's the nakuda. Right? So now, one second. So now what happens, what happens is that now when you're left with this salt, right? So the salt winds up becoming like the powerful thing because now the water is no longer there. Now the, So now you have, after the tzimtzum, after the, so to speak, the light was sucked up, was magnetized up, so to speak. What you're left with is the kayach ha'gvul, which winds up being called the rishima. <clears throat> this kayach ha'gvul, really, Coming from is the source of all kalim, right? Think about that, right? Kalim, you have, you have in other words, it's called bligvul and gvul, right? It's called kayacha bligvul and kayacha bligvul before the tzimtzum. In the Seder Ishtalshalis, you have the same two powers working off each other. You have the kayacha gvul. Right, which is the otherwise known as kalim, like we said before. Right, my cup is shaped like a cow. My cup is shaped like a soccer ball. My cup is shaped like a bottle. Right, and you have the, so to speak, the kayach of bleivul, which is the or. So you have oris and kalim. So now that the Reb is asking is, can't we say that really the source of all kalim is really coming from the rishima, not from the kav? The kav seems to be the source of the or. Right? Not the source of the Kaili. That's his question. Is that clear? Did I, did I make myself clear to everyone? Is the tinsel in the muscle the evaporation of the water? Yes. Yes. In the muscle, that would be the evaporation of the water, which now causes there to be an area that's completely dry on For the Kaili. beach. That's Kaili. Right? <laughs> what? And that's the source of Kaili. Presumably, the salt it would be the source of the kalim, or the, the right, the mishima is the source of the kalim. So our question now comes up, you just told me before that the kav is the source of the kalim. That's what we just said, the line before. So now the Rebbe is asking, what do you mean? How do you continue to say that the kav is the source of the kalim? The rishima is the source of the kalim. Right, so it's seemingly <coughs> the, whole, the whole idea of this rishima is the source of the kalim, so then the... How could you call it the Kav is the so source? Like what the Kali is receiving as a <coughs> force is, in a sense, a way of, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Mastir. It's like not the opposite of, opposite of uh, sorry, the opposite of Gili. Right. So then it makes sense that the, that the Klippa could come and take from it. Well, forget about the Klippa. We're not, let's, not, let's not get into the discussion about Klippa yet. We're, we're, we have to first understand the whole structure of creation. Then we can discuss how is it possible to have klipa and everything like that. We can go back to our answer. We have to first understand to take ten steps before that. Okay. Is the premise that uh, um, the source of kalim is this rishima because 
do you, it, it's the whole idea of the, it's silica or that the or goes away. It's a tzimtzum. So, so that's the whole idea of kalim. Kalim are not or. Kalim are not or. So you would say that the same powers are at play in three different places, but they're called by different names, right? So before the tzimtzum, you have the kayachab gvul and kayachab ligvul. And right? they're together. They're... The two together, right? Like an ocean. Then you have, <clears throat> at the place of the tzimtzum, you have the Rishima, which is the Kayach HaGvul, if you were to put it in a line, right? And you have the Kav, would be the Kayach HaBligvul, right? Because it's the Or. And then after the Tzimtzum, you have what is known as Kalim and Or, right? So those, that's really, they're all the same two players, so to speak, in this game. They're just called by different names, depending on which Polaroid snapshot you're taking. Right? And that's the idea. Okay, let's stop. We already spoke so much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much ore. Not enough kid. You guys have to 